Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It has been an eventful week this week for our markets. We got all-time highs on Monday in both the Dow and the S&P 500. Despite everything that we saw over the weekend in Afghanistan and have continued to see this week as well, but now we've seen the last two days of back-to-back down days. No huge concerns here from us. We're still right in range of our all-time highs, but wow, the bears are coming out in full force here. But if you've been tuning in here, you know that we've been talking about this as well. We've raised some cash over the last few weeks. We're looking and being patient for our next move, and we're certainly not entering the bear camp here. But again, seeing them out there in full force today, calling for major moves lower. Individuals, uh, financial media, some saying, I saw numbers out there as big as calling for a 20 to 30% correction in our markets. Well, we see things a little differently here. And while we do agree with a lot of the factors that they're talking about, we just don't see a major fall here as in the cars, but rather a pullback. Uh, And really, like we've been talking about here, this is getting to a point where this is almost the exact setup that we've been talking about here. But for a few different reasons, we want to be patient, wait for our opportunity, and get ready to go. First of all, because August and September are seasonally two of the worst times of the year to be in the market. Just very volatile periods, not necessarily huge down periods all the time, but very volatile But once we get through this and some of the other factors here, we see that we could be gearing up for one of the best buying opportunities for the rest of the year for our markets. But right on cue today, the Fed released their FOMC minutes and they they said they have not met their goals of substantial further progress, whatever that means. Just such an, it seems like such an arbitrary phrase, the phrase, there's no specifics on what that looks like really other than lower unemployment well how much who knows um and things like that but a good number of the committee said that they think it would be appropriate to begin tapering their monthly asset purchases before the end of the year folks we do not see that happening in 2021 but that kind of talk gets our markets worried, uh, especially going into the Fed's Jackson Hole meeting, which starts just about eight days from now. It's going to take place from August 26th through 28th. So we've been talking about that here as well. We expect to see nervousness nervousness in our market as we head in to that event. But our view remains unchanged here. The Fed will not begin tapering this year and certainly not even talking about raising rates and likely not until 2022 or beyond. But the upside here is that this creates a great brick in the wall of worry for our market to climb. And we know strong markets love to climb a wall of worry, but we're seeing it in the sentiment indicators as well. The fear and greed index started to work its way back up, getting to a neutral territory started to fall again yesterday, getting down to a 37, which is fear. Today, down a big 11 points here to a 26, right in the range of extreme fear territory. Uh, Pretty incredible, two days away 
from all-time highs, and we're already almost back to extreme fear on our sentiment. As contrarians, we love that. But our again, our game plan remains unchanged. We're going to be patient here. Not quite the time yet to be adding to or uh, adding positions or adding to our existing positions. But we see a major buying opportunity coming up into year-end. Might be the best buying opportunity, the best chance you get to get into the market before we move higher into year-end. And one other factor here that I talked about on Monday as well that that people are, are really beginning to talk about on the fear side and could send this market lower as well. Again, nothing that we're too overtly concerned about. Uh, taking our market significantly lower, but certainly something to watch for. And that's what is happening in Taiwan. We saw it last year uh, with China going into Hong Kong, bringing Hong Kong under their umbrella fully uh, instead of the uh, one country, two systems that they had before. But is this the time with all of the chaos happening in the United States after what just happened in Afghanistan? So not necessarily here, But the failure of our departure from Afghanistan, could could China capitalize on that chaos? Really, from their point of view, there there may not be a better time. There's so much uncertainty, and not just in the U.S., but globally about the U.S.'s presence militarily. And I talked about this on Monday in our podcast as well. Chinese state media, the Global Times, put out a series of tweets asking whether or not the United States would keep their promises to defend Taiwan if war happened to break out there. Really unlikely that a whole lot of resistance would be put up if the U.S. was not involved. The the Chinese could basically walk in there. And if you saw any of the press conferences today with our leading military generals, and I hate to bash on anybody in the military, but I'm specifically talking about the leadership here. You can see just how incompetent these people are. And again, I want to clarify, I'm not talking about soldiers. I'm not talking about boots on the ground, talking about the leadership, you know, not, I I saw somebody put it this way and I really liked it. It's, it's the suits, not the boots. And I think that's a, a great way to describe it. It truly is I'll just say interesting to watch the leadership of our military come across as so weak right now. So the biggest concern out there might be one that you don't see everywhere. And that is that China is just watching all of this unfold, thinking that they have Taiwan in their sights now. It's really time for the Biden administration to get their shit together here. Uh, This is, you know, coming up on last chance type of stuff. If they can't do it now, they need to find somebody who can. We need to find somebody who can as a country. Uh, So that's probably the biggest concern out there. Again, though, I mean, what we're seeing right now is exactly what we've been calling for. Nervousness ahead of the Fed meeting, the seasonality of, of some of the most volatile times of the year. But that will provide a great buying opportunity. Again, maybe one of the best ones as we head in to year end. All right, so looking at our markets on the day today, we did get back-to-back lower days now for our markets. Oh, excuse me. But we did finish right about at the lows of the day, which is not what you want to see. The Russell 2000 led the way today. A little change of pace there. 
uh, down 0.84% to 2,158. We were followed there by the NASDAQ down about nine tenths of 1% to 14,525. Next up was the S&P 500 down 1.07% to 4,400. And lastly, the Dow down 1.08% to 34,960. Uh, we're also seeing a pretty big spike here in the VIX. The VIX was up 20% today to a 21. Uh, big move here for the VIX in the last week. Usually when we've seen for the last few months, these big spikes in the VIX, they've been followed by a lower low in the VIX since the March 20 low uh, highs in the VIX, March 2020 of last year. So coronavirus insanity highs in the VIX since then, a series of lower highs and lower lows. So certainly watching that here for an opportunity as well. Looking at our internals on the day today, uh, uh, still not great, but Despite our markets performing worse than yesterday, these internals were better, but the internals have been weak for the better part of 12 weeks now. Uh, again, part of that market action we're seeing, some of the correction might be taking place under the hood of this market. While well, mega caps hold it up, and we might get another one of those mini rotations we've seen so far in 2021, where the mega caps take a little pause. The, or, well, mega caps hold up our markets while we see a little correction under the surface. And then the gears switch and the mega caps pause and we get the smaller names uh, taking our markets higher. We'll see if that continues here. But declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks, over two to one negative on the NYSE, slightly better on the NASDAQ. Different story in new 52-week highs to lows. They were actually able to come in positive here on the day for the NYSE, but over 2 to 1 negative on the NASDAQ. And then again, the opposite on volume, NYSE volume coming in 2 to 1 negative while the NASDAQ was able to come in positive on the day today. So to have mixed readings like we had on a day like today where we finished at the lows of the day, not too bad of internals at all. Next up, let's take a look at our sectors on the day today. We finished with just one out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today. That one sector was consumer discretionary. Then our laggers on the day were utilities, communication services, tech. And we saw the semis down pretty big as well as well today, down 1.3%, uh, and then followed by real estate and materials. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold unchanged on the day, now down are now about flat on the day to 1,787 an ounce. Silver now down nine tenths of 1% to $23.45 an ounce. Copper taking a big move lower here today, down 2.2% to $4.11 a pound. Not exactly what you want to see from Dr. Copper, especially with what's been happening um, overseas and in China right now. Chinese markets were able uh, to catch a little bit of a rebound today, still right around their recent lows though. And then uh, oil on the day down nearly 3% to $64.39 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin now down 1.6% to 44,796 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.